0: Good morning, church. Well, you can see that I'm here at the uh, Church Lost and Found. And uh, if you, I don't know if you knew that that's what this was, just outside the auditorium or not, but in fact it is. And uh, have you ever lost anything at church? If, uh, if so, you might be able to find it here. I was uh, poking through here, and uh, you can come up with a pretty good coffee mug in no time at all down here in fact uh this this yeti i think is uh is actually a pretty good item there's some ones that are pretty good uh how about an umbrella maybe that uh, you need one of those we've got we've got those uh, coming out of our ears in this uh lost and found and then uh of course there's other drawers and other things going on scarf sweater anyone and uh, one thing that I noticed, and in fact, I'd been to this Lost and Found before, is that I found here at the Church Lost and Found a really good study Bible that I use uh, every day. And I just want to thank whoever it is that left their Bible behind some time previously because uh, we, I've, I've got a really good study Bible out of it. I want us to think about this morning the Word of God and the, uh, the fact that uh, in fa- it, it can, in fact, be lost. Now, our text today is shocking for several reasons. The first shock, number one, is what was lost. What was lost. In the time of King David, as we saw last week in Psalm 119, the Word of God was center stage shaping the life of the king, and therefore the life of Israel. The word was music, the word was treasure, the word was a light and a lamp, Psalm 119 says, and as we looked at last week as well, it was sweeter than honey, or as I said, a French silk pie. And in fact, Becky received two requests for orders even before worship was over. Now, shockingly, by the time we reach King Josiah, just a few generations later, the word of God has been essentially lost. How could the word of God be lost? How could people that were known as the people of the book lose the book? It was just a couple of generations, but some very poor leadership along the way. Josiah's grandfather was King Manasseh, and he seemed to do everything within his power to disregard God, to be willfully worldly. He loved snubbing God, he worshiped idols, he worshiped the stars. He put a carved Asherah pole in the temple. He sacrificed his son in a fire. Then his son, uh, the one uh, one that was living, continued down the path. And while the role of the word had been in decline, it was lost in a hurry in just a generation or two. Now many scholars think that uh, not all of the Bible that was written was physically lost, but rather the book of Deuteronomy. But the book of Deuteronomy is significant as one of the five major books of the Hebrew Bible. And the consequences of losing something so central is devastating. And that's one of the reasons that the prophets begin to sound their warnings for the judgment of Israel is inevitable. Society culture religious downfall is certain when the word of God is lost now God is forgotten by us but not lost to himself and he like the word of God as described in the book of Hebrews is still living and active so here is shock number two where was it lost well, King Josiah was one of the few kings in Israel that had really kept his head on straight, even from the time he was a small boy. And in 2 Kings chapter 22, in verse 2, it says this as it starts out the story about King Josiah. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and followed completely the ways of his father David. That's interesting not his actual father, not his grandfather, but generations before, David, not turning aside to the right or to the left. And Josiah decided that the temple needed to be restored. And while the temple was being cleaned up and uh, rehabbed, the high priest stumbles upon the law that was there gathering dust and spiders and bird droppings. 2 Kings 22 and verse 8 reads this way, that Hilkiah, the high priest, said to Shaphan, the secretary, I have found the book of the law in the temple of the Lord. And he gave it to Shaphan, who read it. Have you ever been back here, underneath the baptistry, behind, at the back of the uh, auditorium, behind, uh, it feels like a sacred space in a lot of ways, with the baptistry overhead and knowing all the people through the years that have responded to the truth about Jesus' death and burial and resurrection, and themselves were buried in baptism and raised to a new life uh, in Christ to have their sins forgiven, to receive the Holy Spirit. I gotta believe that the angels are rejoicing in this uh, very area. It feels a little strange to be back here. On the one hand, with, uh, with the sacredness of the baptistry, and yet, if you look around, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, lot of old stuff. Here's a piece of PVC pipe. Anybody need a piece? And uh, how, about some, how about some plywood? And uh, we can look around here and find stuff from... It, this has been cleaned up even recently. And yet we find stuff from years gone by. Here's a bucket that... Uh, I don't know if you can see this bucket, but I'm pretty sure they don't make them like this anymore. Uh, here's my point. This church building, most buildings, and your home have a place... Where things go to die. That is, maybe it's in the garage, maybe it's in the attic, maybe it's uh, maybe it's in the basement, maybe it's in a hall closet somewhere. I want us to think about that—a place where things go to die. Let it. Let's hope it's not the word of the Lord. Well, here's my point: the word of God wasn't lost in the caves of Qumran, like the Dead Sea Scrolls were. And it wasn't lost because uh, the enemy came in and took it in battle, like the Ark of Covenant. It wasn't lost because of a disaster, like the Babylonians setting fire to Jerusalem. It was lost in the back of God's house. There's even more. And that is shock number three. Who lost it? It was lost by the priests. Now I'm sympathetic to a point because I have a hard time keeping track of things. But the priests were assigned by God to remember the word, to bring the word of God to bear on the life of the people. Have you ever heard the phrase, you had one job? Well, this applies to the priests to offer the word of God to the king and to the people, and they lost it. Now, don't forget that in the New Testament, the elders and ministers are uh, not the priests, but rather we collectively are the priesthood of believers. So, if the word is lost, look in the mirror. Now, In Table Talk magazine, Anthony uh, Savaggio writes this, and this quote, I want you to hear this. In a culture that is becoming increasingly secularized, one in which there is a growing hostility to the Bible, we think that the greatest threat to God's Word is the animosity of the world, when it is actually the apathy of the church. If the word of God is lost in our age, he says, it will not be because the world snatched it from our hands. It will be because we lost it in the house of the Lord. Now, Hilkiah after he found the book of the law, it was read in the presence of the king, King Josiah. And in 2 Kings chapter 22 and verse 10, it reads, Then Shaphan, the secretary, informed the king, Hilkiah the priest has given me a book, and Shaphan read from it in the presence of the king. Do you know what happens then in Second Kings 22 and 11? When the king heard the word, words of the book of the law, he tore his robes. You see, he hears the word, and he responds with enormous humility. And this is outlined again in verse 19. You see, Joseph has, the text says, or Josiah has a responsive heart. Again, that's much like David. In fact, he breaks down crying. And he tears his robe and he repents and he launches a national effort to reform the nation to renew the covenant second kings chapter 23 and verses 21 through 25 they're really two chapters chapters 22 and 23 that outline this entire story. It's a lot of information, but there's a couple of verses from 21 through 25 that then bring it all together. And I want to read just a couple of those verses. It says this, the king gave this order to all the people. Celebrate the Passover to the Lord your God. As it is written, in the book of the covenant. You see, he rediscovers the law of the Lord. He rediscovers this book of Deuteronomy. And uh, with that, there is a Passover celebration that is celebrated that hasn't been done in this way for generations. And in fact, this Passover is done for God, to the Lord. And then verse 24, it says, Furthermore, Josiah got rid of the mediums and the spiritus, and the household gods, and the gods and idols, and all other detestable things seen in Jerusalem, or in Judah and Jerusalem, and this he did. Notice again our text. He did to re- fulfill the requirements of the law written in the book. In other words, would this type of reform have happened had he not rediscovered? the book, the word of God, that Hilkiah the priest had discovered in the temple of the Lord. He was motivated by the word of God. And if you read the whole chapter, Josiah removes idols, he burns to the ground anything to do with Baal worship, and does away with pagan priests. He goes all over the country, pulling down, burning, removing and cleaning up Israel's life. Our text then says in verse 25 to summarize Josiah's life. Neither before nor after Josiah was there a king like him, who turned to the Lord as he did with all of his heart, and with all of his soul, and with all of his strength, in accordance with with all of the law of Moses. The word of God. I hope this morning that this uh, spirit of Josiah and the power of this story convicts you. It is shocking. It is shocking to uh, realize what was lost and where it was lost and who lost it. And I wonder... If a spiritual chronicler, similar to the writer of First and Second Kings, came in and described us, and he described you, and he described your house, what would he find that's shocking? What place does the Word of God have in your home? Has the word of God been relegated to a place where things go to die? Is it visible? Is it central? Is it obvious on a daily basis? You see, finding the word of God teaches us, just as it did Josiah, that it begins with profound Humility. Humility is that capacity to receive what God has to say, regardless of how difficult it is to hear. The word then takes on a central and a living and a vital place in our lives. It becomes the driving force of our existence. I love that word in Hebrews. In the Hebrew letter, living and active is the word. So it leads us to this continual repentance. And you'll be removing the idols from your life as you pour over the scripture. Your priorities will be reoriented. And just like the Passover was celebrated in Josiah's day, it will lead to a life of celebration and praise in your life. So as believers, when we find the Word of God, I want us to see finally that when we find the Word of God, we find Jesus Christ. Jesus, who is the Word, John 1, one is also the prime object and the purpose behind the Word of God. In fact, all of Scripture, every book of the Bible, ultimately speaks to Jesus. And when you know the Word of God rightly, you know Jesus better. And if you find the Word of God, you will also find the greatest and most precious gift of all, the one of whom it speaks, the one who died for you. This day will you make a new pledge to find God's word.